You're listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for April 16th, 2022, the Great Vigil of Easter. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend Elizabeth Garnsey. It's based on the various readings from Salvation History. The tiny flames we hold in our hands on this most holy night symbolize first and foremost the light of Christ, the eternal presence of the divine that illuminates the world. Even these minuscule lights have as their common ancestors the Earth's cataclysmic flashes of lightning, its smoldering, seething, subterranean eruptions, its spontaneous raging forest fires, its soaring infernos. Fire fertilizes, tempers, forges, purifies, and destroys. Fire warms, gives light, cooks food, mesmerizes, and hypnotizes. Figuratively, fire kindles the imagination, impassions the senses, fends off predators, ignites lovers, and engenders new life. The power of fire is well known, and it is no accident that at this Easter vigil, the dawn of resurrection, we kindle a new flame as our central symbol of Christ bursting forth from the grave, overcoming no less than the darkness of death and destruction, passing from death into life, and remaining forever present among us and within us as the light that enlightens the world. We each hold a spark of this powerful fire in our hands this night, and it never ceases to amaze me that such small flames can light up a space as large and cavernous as this one. But of course, it takes all of us, each one of our flames, to cast such a lovely, illuminating, and necessary glow. Taken together, our handheld candles are enough to form the campfire around which we gather this night to retell our epic story, beginning with the poem of creation in Genesis. Life bursting forth out of the formless void and God's first words hurling into existence the first primordial fire, let there be light. And the world was made and God saw that all of it was good. We tell the story of Noah, the flood that covered the whole earth, surely extinguishing a lot of fires with its waters, but sparing the living flames of living creatures, the human family, and the immense menagerie of living creatures, so that the world could be renewed. We recount the drama of the Exodus when the Israelites are delivered from slavery in Egypt And God leads the way as a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, and the people were restored. We are reminded of the divine spark within ourselves, the light of wisdom, and the prophet Ezekiel's vision of God giving humankind new hearts of flesh to replace our hearts of stone. The heart that is the archetypal repository of the flame of God running throughout our grand narrative of salvation history is all of the creative, destructive, enlightening, and purifying power symbolized by fire 
One story after another, we see how resurrection is possible. What unfolds is a grand vision of the unpredictable, humanly impossible ways God calls forth something out of nothing, makes order out of chaos, brings comfort out of disaster, and summons life out of death. Every event in the salvation story is huge and shot through with divine imagination and comes as an astonishing surprise. The force of life sweeping through history like wildfire, transforming everything in its wake. And at every turn, the lives of those who experience these encounters with the living God are enlightened and their world is changed forever. The prophet Zephaniah says, sing aloud, the Lord your God is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. The Lord will rejoice over you with gladness and renew you with his love. Our story is one constant drumbeat proclamation that God infuses humanity with new life over and over, guiding us away from the brink of death generation after generation right up to the present day. Even you and me, going about our daily lives, facing our various and present challenges, heartbreaks, illnesses, disappointments, fears. God is ready to surprise us with unimaginable breakthroughs in ordinary and extraordinary circumstances. Even when we think our species has gone hopelessly too far into violence and degradation to be resurrected and renewed and remade. But as the poet Mary Oliver says, keep some room in your heart for the unimaginable. Tonight, as these flickers of light pierce our darkness, we sit suspended in liminal space and our sparks are not quite yet fanned into flame. On this holiest and most celebrated nights of the church year, at this moment in our liturgy, we are poised on the threshold between darkness and light, between night and day, and between fast and feast, between mourning and festivity, between Jesus' death and his resurrection. We are about to renew our baptismal covenant, and holy baptism is the symbol of our participation in the death and resurrection of Christ, the pivotal event in our saga that crystallizes for us the eternal, all-consuming, all-enveloping love of God, in case we should ever doubt that God is love, as Jesus taught and embodied again and again. Holy baptism is the turning point of this night. It is the same fire of love that created us and the world we live in. That divine love, that self-same force that moves us from every loss into consolation, from every sorrow into joy, from every ending into new beginning, from every death into new life. The earliest Christian mystics talk about God as the living flame within each of us, and we each contain a spark of this powerful divine love. 
These flames we hold in our hands are the sacramental elements of that divine spark. They are the outward and visible signs of the inward and spiritual reality that is the light of Christ, the love of God burning within each one of us. We have only to keep some room in our hearts for this unimaginable reality. The priest and paleontologist Teilhard de Chardin put it this way, someday after mastering the winds, the waves, the tides, and gravity, we shall harness for God the energies of love. And then for a second time in the history of the world, humankind will have discovered fire. As we renew our baptismal covenant this evening, be mindful that the light of Christ flickers within you, waiting to ignite your soul. As the light of Easter dawns for us, you may, may the wind kick up and set our flickering hearts on fire with the love of God who remakes, renews, and resurrects the world. sermons on our website, www.stmarksnewcanon.org.